Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yo, what's up? If you don't know by now, that video highlight was courtesy of AngelsBaseball.com, part of MLB.com, and also Fox Sports West. Um, that was highlights of uh, last game, which was on today's Friday, so Wednesday, where we, well, yeah, we, yeah, where the Angels concluded a three-game sweep of the Oakland Athletics after actually winning the finale against Texas in the uh in the uh, that four game set, so the Angels right now have won four in a row and uh, have gone above 500, which is you know on the right track. So anyway, welcome back to the All Angels podcast, the official podcast of LAAngelsInsider.com. That's LAAngelsInsider.com, and yeah, All Angels podcast with your boy Johnny Mags here, aka Johnny Catfish, aka whatever you want to call me. So like I said before, uh, many aliases. Many AKAs. So, anyway, uh, we're going to get rolling right into it. Um, you know, 
you know, last week we talked, we're, the last podcast was a Friday, obviously every Friday we record, and uh, I had my doubts about that game being played because of the fact that, um, you know, it, was, it looked rainy, it was raining as I was doing the podcast here in Riverside, I guess it didn't rain enough up up there in, uh, in uh, Orange County, so uh, the game was played, um, we lost, we won the first a game of the series, and we went ahead and lost those next two, and we took the finale, like I said, and then we went over to uh, Oakland, and uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, Nick Tropiano stepped in on uh, in the rotation there, and I, and I may be out of order. Where let me double check my stats here. Got them right here. Uh, in that first game, oh. Heck, I'm having a little bit of technical difficulties right now with my computer running really slow. So it was Tropiano who uh, started that uh, that series and uh, obviously stepping in for Andrew Heaney. And like I had mentioned before in the podcast before, the Angels are going to need guys like Nick Tropiano to step in rotation and you know give us quality innings. Like I mentioned before, I I don't know about you guys out there. I love our bullpen. I, I really do. Um, you know, you got you got a guy like Alvarez who's emerged as that lefty guy out of the bullpen. You got a guy like Fernando Salas who I think if you can start him off in an inning, he's gonna do okay. Um, you know, a lot of people don't don't dig him. I myself personally, I think the guy can get outs um, in in the right put it in the right situation. Uh, then you got a guy you know like Joe Smith who shuts down the eighth inning. You got a guy in you know. Houston Street that's most of the time going to close out the game. And then, you know, you got guys here and there that can, you know, we got uh, Corey Rasmus, you know, stuff, guys like that that can just step in and 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 get outs for you. So anyway, like I said, Nick Tropiano um, pitched five scoreless innings in his season debut. And what's cool about that was the Angels went up against Sonny, uh, Sonny Gray, who is without a doubt the ace of the Oakland staff. Um Gray, I think, pitched a great outing. Excuse me. Had a great outing in the ace previous game before that one. So, you know, it was it was just a, per, a good game to watch. Um, Angels, uh, I think, broke out for three in the sixth. And then uh, one more in the eighth to take a 4 nothing lead. And then, of course, Oakland t- got a run in the bottom of the, ha- bottom of the ninth. But too little, too late for them. They got nothing going against uh, Nick Tropiano, who, you know, just look great out there. And I, I talked about presence on the mound. And I talked about how Heaney has a presence on the mound. And I also talked about how Tropiano has that same kind of presence where you you feel confident that he's going to get you through six and keep you within a run or two, you know, not giving up more than three or four runs. And I'm not too sure who had mentioned it before. Uh, somebody on the radio perhaps. But if a, if the Angels rotation... The way it is now can give you their starter. And we're not expecting, you know, Tropiano to go out there and give us six innings of scoreless baseball every outing. But if you can limit it to two, three, maybe even four runs per game in six, seven innings, we will gladly take that if the offense can kind of light up a little bit, in which they did in this series. But if they can give us that, then, you know, we'll be able to, um, you know, really, uh, instead of calling it a patchwork bullpen, or a patchwork pitching rotation, 
we can actually call this a decent rotation. So again, I'm not going to go that far yet just because we need these guys to do it consistently. And this was a great start, though. Nothing, Not taking away anything from Nick Tropiano. He pitched great. Um, he called. He got called, like I said, he got called up last uh he got called up from uh, AAA Salt Lake City after Andrew Heaney was placed on the 15-day disabled list. And like I said, he gave up six innings. And, um, he gave up no runs. Uh, let's see. Let's see what, uh, he gave up six hits and five-plus innings. Freaking amazing. He struck out six, so strikeout per inning. He walked two. And uh, let's see. He pitched He pitched out of two two-on-two-out jams three times while stopping the ace three-game winning streak. So the ace actually had swept, I believe, the Mariners coming into this series. And the Angels really nailed the door on them. And Tropiano had this to say, just making pitches when I had to and big plays from the defense, you know. Um, so it was a great, it was pitching-wise, just a, a great game for, for Nick Tropiano. And in this game, uh, Mike Trout went deep for the first time this year with a two-run smash off Sonny Gray. Um, just, he just smashed it. He, it was just a bullet. It got out in a hurry. Like I believe it was uh, Nick Ro or uh, Victor Rojas who said he put a dent in Davis Hill or whatever they call that little uh, eyesore of center field out there. And it's a whole eyesore of a stadium out there in Oakland, but um, he just his he got his hands through and smashed it, and um, you know just the first home of the season. Now I'm jumping ahead. I didn't even talk about the games against Texas that uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, but we all know how that played out, and we're going to just go with the recent <laughs> um, series here. So I just caught myself, and I'm going. We don't even talk about the two games that we lost against Texas and the game that we won at the end there. But you know what? We're going to move forward. <laughs> so <clears throat> Angels take the win in that. I'm sorry if I, I still I'm still trying to get over. I still have a lingering cough, so if I cough into the microphone, I'm sorry. But Angels take the first of that series 4-1. And in game two, a little bit closer of a game, Oakland jumped out in the first inning, took a one nothing lead. Uh, Angels came back top of the second, 1-1 tie. Oakland took the lead in the bottom of the third with, the, with, with you know, two runs in the bottom of the third, and I think they tacked one on in the seventh. So the Angels, you know, were down, I think, 4-1, to one, I believe, heading into the uh, eighth inning, you know. Uh, but anyway, I'm jumping ahead again. Uh, the starters for this game, uh, the Angels, where am I here? Oh, I'm sorry that I had to. Oh, yeah, the Angels uh, started with, I believe, Hector Santiago. And I'm sorry, I had my game notes ready. I left them in at work. And so now I have to go with ESPN here. And hopefully it's just running really slow. So I believe it was Hector Santiago who started this game. Yeah, it was uh, Hector Santiago started this game. You know, he, he gave up four earned runs in seven and two-thirds innings. Again, I just finished saying if, if the starters can give us seven innings, going, you know, seven strong innings. Angels were down three runs when he left. You know, that, I mean, you know, you don't want to give up that many, but if you can just minimize the damage, keep us within striking distance, and look what happened in this game. This is exactly what I'm saying. He pitched seven and uh, two-thirds. He got us deep into the, into the uh, game. Uh, he struck out three and only walked one. So that's, 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 although you want more for Hector, he kept us in the ball game. And in this game, you know, angels down four, one hitting into the bottom of the eighth and, um, Albert hit a, let's see, Albert Pools hit a two run double in the eighth off Ryan Matson to get the angels back into the game. So 
we're down 4-3, you know. Um, so we're down 4-3 heading into, uh, is that right? Yeah, we're down 4-3 heading into the ninth. And you know what happens in the ninth inning? Giovanni Solo, you know, he spent the last month of the 2014 season there in Oakland. And he caught uh, Sean Doolittle. So, you know, um, still didn't make, you know, still that didn't make standing and <laughs> standing against the ace closer that much easier. Now, I'm reading off ESPN.com. Uh, but he hit the two, the, the two run go ahead home run there in the ninth. Again, he smashed that ball just kind of just under where, where Trout hit it the night before. Smashed it. Um, Angels take the lead. Uh, Houston Street comes in to shut the game. Morin gets the victory, goes to 1 0. Uh, Angels improved to 4 4 in the season after that game. And again, that one right there is uh, was a, a great game because not only did they come back, but a clutch hit from Albert Pujols in the bottom of the eighth or top of the eighth, and a clutch home run by Giovanni Soto in the top of the ninth against their closer. So, um, and in that game, we looked like we were done because we did nothing after the second. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Woo. Kind of <clears throat> sneeze there, but we did nothing after the second. We looked kind of, let's be honest with ourselves, it looked, didn't look good. We were getting shut down, um, you know, we just weren't getting things done offensively up to that point. And to be able to come through in the ninth, you know, still being down a run into the ninth, uh, was, was pretty, was, was, a, was a good thing. Uh, that's the kind of victories early in the season that can kind of build momentum towards the middle of the season in late innings when we're down, you know, never give up attitude. And it's always kind of been the angels, you know, it's been in the angels repertoire. It's been the angels kind of calling card, uh, even back in the day, you know, always come back kids. So, to give yourself a chance to stay within a run or two there in the ninth and, and have the possibility of being able to come back, um, you know, it's it's something to look, it's something good, you know, it's something the Angels can build momentum from. So, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Okay, so uh, moving ahead into this series. So Angels, again, took the first two, heading into uh, Wednesday's, afternoon game a game was early i think i believe it started at 12 or one o'clock and another guy that we in the last podcast i talked about we needed a guy we needed this guy shoemaker matt shoemaker we needed him to come out strong we needed him to we needed him to be a guy that can give us six seven solid innings and he did more than that in this game um matt shoemaker i mean he started in the last game he didn't do too well um but then I'm going to read what he said. Well, he pitched, uh, Shoemaker pitched one hit ball for six innings, shutout innings uh, on Wednesday. Okay, so, then, you know, and this is, a, I quote uh, Matt Shoemaker, I felt a little passive last time out there for whatever reason. This time I wanted to be aggressive as possible, as, as, as possible from the start and attack the zone. I definitely like the results. So I didn't talk about this in uh, our last podcast, but I did. I did. You mentioned that we needed him to be a guy that can give us six, seven innings. But I was talking to my friend at work about the Angels and about Matt Shoemaker after this game. And I said, the thing with Matt Shoemaker is, and he just said it right here in this quote, he needs to be able to attack the zone. Once he gets that ball running down, sinking down, you're going to get a lot of ground ball outs. But the, the thing is with Matt Shoemaker, keep the ball in the zone, throw strikes, don't get out of whack. Let the defense behind you play. You got guys in that infield. You know, second base is a little shaky. Giovatella, uh, but you got a guy in Andleton Simmons who can pick it at short. You got a guy in Nuno Escobar who 
he did a tremendous job over there uh, last year for the Nationals. Was a shortstop in you know before when he came up. The guy can pick it at third. Albert, Pou- whether it's Pujols or Crone at first, they can both pick it at first. Um, Mike Trout in the outfield, along with Cole Calhoun, not much is going to get dropped out there. You know what I mean? So defensive work to defense, work, work down in the zone, keep the ball sinking. Matt Shoemaker is that kind of guy that needs to pound that zone, needs to find his tempo in the mound. If he slows down or he speeds up, he can get out of whack. Find your tempo, work in the zone, start working down. He's going to get a lot of outs. And that's what happened in this game. If you if you go back and look at videos um, of him pitching in this game, you can see him attack the zone, working down, uh, using that kind of like that splitter. Once that splitter sinks and it cuts down, man, that's, that's it's filthy. You can get a lot of ground balls. So he pitched really good in this game. I was really impressed. As I mentioned in the podcast before, give us five, six solid innings and we'll be all right. And he did. He gave it to us. He pitched, you know, one hit ball into the, into the sixth. Um, you know, and in this game, you know, the Angels, uh, Mike Trout, and I played it before in the opening credits, Mike Trout went three for five, and which was really cool, which was a sad day for me, was because it was Kobe Bryant's final game in the NBA. I'm a huge Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan my entire life. My favorite Laker, Magic Johnson, as a little kid. Uh, in the not-so-good years, you know, we had Nick Van Exel, Anthony Pillar, Sadeo Three, and Antonio Harvey, Pig Miller, Vladi Divac. I stuck. Uh, in came a young Kobe, Shaq still struggled. In came Phil Jackson. We won championships. Shaq left. Kobe struggled, but then Kobe got pow back. You know, you always need that one-two combo. The pow years when we got two championships. So the Lakers have always been a huge part of my life, just like the Lakers or just like the Angels. And in this game, Mike Trout wore. He wasn't allowed to wear the black and purple and gold. Uh, cleats because MLB wants to be party poopers. They want to be the the fashion squad, so he couldn't wear that. But he did wear the silver and black, or not the silver and black. I'm sorry, the purple and gold batting gloves with the uh, and each each glove on the inside on the wrist part. You had a number eight and a number twenty four. Uh, so paying homage to one of the greatest of all times in Kobe Bryant. But he went out there, went three for five. Uh, Cole Calhoun had a hell of a game. Uh, he had a couple doubles, a couple RBIs. Uh, Albert Pujols came through with an RBI there in the bottom of the ninth or at the top of the ninth. Um, the only run came off uh, Marcus Simeon's home run off of Fernando Salas. And I just mentioned saying Fernando Salas is a guy that I like in the bullpen. But uh, I think he had hit like three home runs in this series. So Simeon is hot right now. But the Angels were able to um, or Angels were able to score enough runs. And Matt Shoemaker pitched a hell of a game. Um, so... That's the recipe for success. Get us in get us in late into the innings, sixth, seventh inning, hand it over to our bullpen, scoring up runs. Um as far as the runs right now are concerned, as far as the def- or offense, I'm sorry. I think we're starting to pick it up a little bit more. You're seeing a guy like Cole Calhoun, I think he's hit safely in his last six, seven games. Uh a guy like you now, Esquire, oh, so you, you look at the box or you always see at least one hit from him. And that's you know, one hit a game in baseball is if you're one for four every day. Well, that's great, you know, hitting streak, baby, you know, one hit every game and you're doing great. Um, a guy like Trout starting to heat up a little bit, letting him, you know, obviously in his last game, three for five, home run in the game before. Albert Pujols has, has been, you know, his batting average just is not there, but I think with Pujols, it's get guys out in front of him and then, you know, have him kind of get that momentum, you know, get solid hit, uh, swings in, um, you know, 
let's see, left field position. Again, that's that's always a question mark. We're always going to be talking about that because uh, you have, you know, a platoon thing. And I've, 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 I've mentioned in the last podcast, I, I don't like the platooning. I think it's kind of, you don't get that, that cohesiveness in, that, in the lineup or that you don't get that, that, you know, togetherness. I think you're always switching guys in and out. And I know you want to get guys that are at bats or whatnot, but it's always cool to be able to go out there and have the same guys in the lineup every day. And I'll go back to 2002 because that was our world championship year. But if you look at that lineup in 2002, it was pretty damn consistent day in and day out. You know, you would switch out Kennedy for Benji Gill from here, you know, here and there. But it wasn't it wasn't like a downgrade, you know. Um, it was almost like that was go, that from the outset was kind of like what they were going to do. But um, you look at that 2002 lineup and it, and I'll run it off right now without even looking. David Eckstein leading off. Darren Ersteyn batting second. Tim Salmon batting third. Gerd Anderson batting fourth. Troy Gloss batting fifth. At, uh, Brad Fulmer batting sixth. Scott Spezio batting seventh. You had Benji Molina batting eighth. And you had Adam Kennedy batting ninth. And whenever Benji Gill would play, he wouldn't bat out of the order. He'd still bat, bat ninth in Adam Kennedy's position. So that's what I mean. There was a When there's a formula for success... Why change it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the Angels right now, from the beginning, have already said we're going to platoon left field. Um, we'll see. And, and, and the, the leading off, you know, with, with Escobar, I don't know if I like him there. I, I, I kind of want him to, to, you know, batting two. Because I don't see you now being a, a real leadoff guy. You know, you're, I think you're taking away his opportunities to drive in runs in that one hole, you know. But... That's just me. You guys don't have to agree with what I'm saying. But the platoon in left in a position where, you know, like I was just saying right now, in 0-2 we platoon second base. But I think second base isn't that a position of power like left or a left fielder. You know, when you look at left fielders in history, you look at Barry Bonds. You look, you know, you look at, fuck, I hate to say it, but Josh Hamilton. You know what I mean? You, you Those power bats, those guys who are always in the lineup, they're always going to come through. Garrett Anderson was our left fielder for years. You know what I mean? Starting left fielder. So, there's a position where you kind of need somebody every day, you know what I mean? But, and then, you know, I, I'm not trying to say that Daniel Nava and Gentry aren't the good players, but again, starting lineup kind of guys, I just, I don't know. Um, so yeah, but anyway, so the angels take this, the finale in, in Oakland five to one, um, just a great, it's just a great game. You know, it was, it, the Angels were able to, you know, go in there and just totally kill the A's momentum. And uh, so heading into tonight's game, the Angels are are at five and four. And obviously they had a day off yesterday and today they play uh, Minnesota. And I talked about it in the last podcast, Minnesota is a team you need to beat. Minnesota is Minnesota. And what I really didn't realize until today when I was going over stats and trying to get ready for the podcast the Minnesota Twins are 0 and 9. So these are games that we really need to win. Um there's just no way that we can we can afford to lose games that we should be winning. Gary Richards takes the hill and to believe it or not, Gary Richards is 0 and 2 with a 3.86 ERA. So um he looks to to kind of go off today and, and and get that victory. The Twins counter with uh, Malone. Malone's one of those guys that um like he's just there and you're like, "Oh, he's a pretty He's a pretty good pitcher. So Malone's 0-1 with a 3.86 ERA, just like Garrett Richards, 3.86 ERA. Um, 
But Garrett looks to kind of keep going that that momentum, not just not just the team winning, but that pitching staff because good pitching all around by good pitching all around. So they needed my kids over there laughing. Uh, good pitching all the way around in that series, even by Hector Santiago, who you can even say, you know, was the worst pitcher of that three game set, but wasn't bad. You know, when you got a guy guys throwing shutouts out there, you know, <laughs> that's the kind of that's you get the short end of the stick there. But Tommy Malone allowed four runs and two home runs over four and two thirds innings on Saturday's seven nothing loss to Kansas City. But that's Kansas City. You know, so the I'm not saying the Angels can't do it, but uh, you know, Angels need to Angels need to stay aggressive at the plate. You know, um, you know, we started off slow and then started picking it up. Um, and I mentioned it before, uh, Cole Calhoun. Uh, let's see where I just saw it right now. Calhoun also had three hits, giving him a four four forty average over the seven. So, like I said, he has a seven game hit streak and he's batting four forty. You know, the Angels started off slow, Trout and 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 and. Uh, Trout was five for twenty-seven and had three hits on Wednesday. So the Angels are getting hot, uh, especially the guys like Calhoun and, and Trout, the guys that you know last year were key, you know, ingredients to that that offense. So you know the Angels look to hopefully, you know, keep the momentum going. Uh, you can't afford to lose games to Minnesota. We play at five o'clock, which is about an hour and a half away from the time I'm recording right now. Um, it's just, you know, you look at that record by the twins and you think, all right, easy victory, but that's, that's when you start to get yourself in trouble. You know, you start to, start to, you know, think, oh, it's a, ah, easy win, easy win, but can't do that. Can't do that. Angels need to really, uh, take this, take this set good, you know, seriously. And then after these three, Right away, we head to Chicago to play the White Sox for uh, four. It's a four-game set in Chicago uh, starting Monday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then we come home and play Seattle and Kansas City. So Kansas City, that's going to be an interesting matchup there. <clears throat> but we won't look too far ahead. And that one, as far as today's game is concerned, I talked about how Gary Richards will uh, start today, but the Angels lineup looks pretty much the same as we've kind of been seeing, you know, every day since the season started. Uh, you now Escobar is starting at third base and leading off. Craig Gentry's in left. There's a platoon. Um, Mike Trout batting third playing set in center field, obviously. Albert Pujols is DH in the day in the fourth spot. CJ Crone's at first base and batting fifth. Cole Calhoun is in right field batting sixth. Andleton Simmons in that seventh spot. Playing at short, Carlos Perez gets the nod at catcher today, and Johnny G playing second base and batting in the ninth hole. So, um, <coughs> Anderson Simmons is a guy that you know we didn't we didn't we didn't trade for his bat, that's for sure. But uh, it's like that's the kind of guy that you need to at least you know bat two sixty two seventy for you. <coughs> he came through with a hit last in the last game, I believe. Came through with a hit in an RBI. So guys like that who don't you don't look to as being hitters. You kind of want them to get those at bats where they're they're in a situation where they can drive in a run, and see if they can kind of come through and kind of get again. I'm trying to talk about momentum, but it's a huge part of sports when you know you start having things go your way. You know you can be 0 for 30, and then you get a bloop single, and that bloop single can kind of get you going. You know, and 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 can get you off your your you know 
your slump. So um, that's what that is. That's that's where we're at right now with Anderton Simmons. Let's it's, it's try to get him his at bats. Try to hopefully he can get up there in positions where maybe we need we you know he can come through with a hit, even a sacrifice fly. You know, and we need him to do his job too. We need we need a guy like Anderton Simmons, even Johnny Giovatella, who was clutch for us last year. But we're not looking for them to be offensive juggernauts. But we need guys like that to be able to come up to the plate and do their job, depending on the situation. You know, if you got a guy at second, maybe in less than maybe no outs, maybe a bunt to get the guy over to third, or maybe push the ball to the right side to get that guy to third base. Or if there's a guy at third base. You need to get the ball elevated with less than two outs. You know, get the ball out in the outfield. Do your job. Hit a ground ball to the right spot. You don't necessarily need to get a hit, but if you can do your job and, and kind of get that that flow, like, okay, I went up there, but I did something. You know, have a purpose to the plate. And I tell my kids when I coach, I say, go do a job. You know what your job is to do right now. Go do it, man. Go out there and say, you know what? I'm going to hit the ball to the right side. I'm going to hit the ball in the air. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, you know, I'm going to look for my pitch and drive it up the middle or go right center field, you know. You gotta have an approach, and guys like Anderton Simmons, Johnny Giovatelli, and Craig Gentry have have to have that mentality of I'm gonna do a job, and I'm gonna get it done. And if I don't do it, you know, then I obviously I didn't I didn't do it, and I didn't do my job, and I let my team down. But next time I come up to the plate, I need to I need to do it. You know what I mean? So, and it gets scary sometimes at the major league level where a guy just gets down on down on himself, and you as a fan are looking at it at the game, going, man, this guy just cannot do nothing. You know, so that's why a guy like, like I said, a guy like Anderson Simmons, I look, I like for him to come up in situations like that and do what he's supposed to do. You know, I don't want, I'm not telling you what to, fans to do. You know, you guys are fans. I'm a fan. I'm, I don't claim to be an insider, you know, know what I'm talking about, but I, w- I wouldn't call this guy out and call him uh, not such a, like, oh, I hate him or he sucks. He never gets a hit, you know. He wasn't here to do that, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you were to talk about Anderson Simmons, that's the first thing you talk about his glove, right? That that man probably saves more runs than than you know a lot of your favorite players bring in. You know what I'm trying to say? Like something that doesn't come in the playbook. You know, like a spectacular catch, or maybe he he laid out for a ball, didn't even make a play on it, didn't even make an out, but he stopped the ball from getting into the outfield, not allowing a run to score. You know, and then Angels win by one run. And no one looks at the fact that Anderton Simmons saved that game with a diving stop because of the play that he made in the fifth inning that did not allow a run to score. That's the kind of stuff that gets overlooked with guys like Anderton Simmons because he's not flashy at the plate, you know. Um, could be just as valuable as a guy like Mike Trout or even Cole Calhoun in a different way, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm I'm asking I'm just telling you guys be patient with a guy like Anderton Simmons because believe it or not I think the kid can hit he's just he's got time to mature and grow and um, you know it's a process man it's a brand he's a new team new league and uh, but I like the kid and um, would I have liked to kept the eye bar sure but at the same time I want Anderton Simmons you know what I mean so I won't go back onto that I know I went off on a tangent a little bit right there but that's just the way. That's just the way it goes with baseball. Everyone has their opinion. Everyone has their their uh, favorite players and, and what they believe. So, you know. Anyway, I'm going to look at the standings real quick. And I know it's quick. I, I saw a lot of posts on Facebook. We're in first place. Yeah, we are. But come on. <laughs> come on. Um, the Angels are sitting on top of the West at 5-4 and four with the 556 uh, winning percentage. Obviously, our streak is four games in a row. 
Texas is right below us, actually have more wins than we do, but they have more losses than we do. So their winning percentage is at 545. Uh, Oakland sitting there in that number in third place, four and six. We kind of derailed their little, you know what, three, four game winning streak there. Seattle's at three and six, who got swept by Oakland just before we got there. And if they're sitting at three, and believe it or not, Houston's at three and seven. Um, but it's, we're, we're nine games in right now. <laughs> so kind of early to kind of look at that and say, this is what it's going to look like. Because but believe me, Houston's not going to stay down there at the bottom. Uh, Seattle's a little bit better than that. Oakland, Oakland will surprise you, but I don't, I don't know about Oakland. Uh, Texas, is, uh, I think Texas and Houston are the two top teams in the division with the Angels and Seattle, very good teams that can kind of sneak their way in there and, and, and create some havoc. So, you know, we're going to cross our fingers and that, you know, we'll be able to keep the momentum going, but also let's cross our fingers that everything goes well with for Andrew Heaney and his return back and that Andrew Skaggs too, or Andrew Skaggs, uh, Tyler Skaggs, you know, is able to recoup, you know, do uh recoup and, 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 and do well to get back up to the, <clears throat> the big show. But, Speaking of Tyler Skaggs, I believe today he's throwing for Salt Lake. Um, he's slated to throw a few innings. You know, I don't have it in front of me, but I know for a fact that he's slated to throw innings. He's on a pitch count. Uh, doesn't I don't have it in front of me. I, I hate that I don't, but um, I know that he's supposed to. Uh, he's supposed to pitch today in a rehab start in Salt Lake, AAA. Um, so we'll see. This is the first time I think he's being able to really actually pitch the live pitching in the game. Um, more than we can say for a guy like uh, CJ Wilson, who hasn't been able to even play catch. So right now, just looking at it real quick, uh, and I'm going over stats nine games into the season, folks. Uh, you know, <laughs> Home runs, uh, you know, we got a bunch of guys. No one has more than one. You know, Escobar has a home run. Mike Trout, uh, Giovanni Soto has a home run. Batting average right now, Cole Calhoun brought that batting average to 387. He's, uh, he's on a seven-game hitting streak. <laughs> and uh, Albert has seven RBIs right now. Uh, not bad. Uh, batting average is at 176. Uh, team batting average is at 229. Runs scored or... We're 26th, which means by an average, we're 19th in the league. And runs scored, we're 26th in the league. Again, nine games into the season, though. And we did start off really slow. Those two games against the Cubs, we didn't do anything. We scored one run in two games. And and to be honest with you, aside from that, you know, you know, or not aside, in that four-game set against Texas, we scored three, six, seven, see, three, six, seven. We scored eight runs in four games against Texas. It's not very good. <laughs> and then even against Oakland, we scored, let's see, we scored 5 and 5. That's 10. 12. We scored 14 runs in the three games against Oakland. More than we did in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 games. 4 against Texas and Chicago. So it's 1, 3, 6, 7, 8. Yeah, we scored 9 runs in 6 games. Nine, one, two, three, four, five. We scored nine runs in six games, and in a three-game set against Oakland, we scored ten. So that's where we're we're starting to not ten. We scored ten, eleven, ten. We scored fourteen. So um, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Hopefully, this is 
you know, we're, we're getting offensively, we're starting to get it together and we're going to start seeing, you know, and it, it, I'm not trying to say the twins are 0-9. So hopefully playing against a team against like the twins, we'll be able to swing the bats a little bit better, but it's not always about the team. It's about the pitcher he's pitching. So Malone's a guy who's capable of being able to shut a team down. So um, we'll see where it goes, but the angels just need to put the ball in play, uh, come through in clutch situations. And like I mentioned in our last podcast, I saw a lot of double plays in like three or four games that I watched and that needs to stop. We need to be able to score runs with less than one out, less than two outs. And uh, we need to be able to come through in situations where there's guys in scoring position because you can't set yourself up to score runs and then not do it. Because again, we're talking about momentum. The word of the day is momentum. You can't let momentum just die like that when you, when you got something going and then nothing happens that could set you up for failure later in the game. You know what I mean? All right, short and sweet today, folks. Again, nine games into the season, not not too many stats, not too many numbers. Uh, I reached out to people today, but no one got back at me. No one really wanted to ask questions about the Angels. Um, thank you for everyone that listened, obviously. Uh, I got a lot of listens. I uh, got a lot of shares. Um, so thank you guys for that. And real quick, I just want to... Uh, okay, real quick, and let me see. Here it is. Real quick, I want to, um, <laughs> again, mention a few things. All right. Um, I'll start off with the Bearded Villains. Again, for those of you who are listening for the first time, uh, I'm a Bearded Villain, which is, uh, I'm a member of a club, a brotherhood, a fraternity almost, uh, of guy, bearded gentlemen, bearded men of all races, colors, creeds, religion, whatever. But we do we do a lot of good things for the community. We try to reach out and help people who are less fortunate. We try to help people that are in need um, as a way of serving our community. You know, serving just a, another human being, reaching out to another human being needs help. But we have a uh, a charity event going on here in Riverside, California. And you don't have to be in Riverside to help out. But <laughs> excuse me, we are we're we're gathering. Uh, Items for a mission. Well, not a mission. It's it's a shelter of some. Uh, I guess a shelter. That's uh, called the Inland Empire Rescue Mission, and um, it's a transitional shelter, which means it helps out families uh, who are in need, who are kind of going through rough times, who don't have a place to stay. Uh, it's located in Corona, California, and we're collecting items for the families that live in that are living in this shelter. Uh, men's, women's, and kids, blankets, clothes, and socks, shoes, uh, infants, blankets, socks, shoes, diapers, baby wipes, baby powder, um, hygiene products like shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, toothpaste, toothbrush, razors, soaps, wipes, just anything that you can think of that, you know, uh, that's used for, you know, hygiene, you know, you know, deodorants, again, shampoos, any kinds of soap that you guys might have, even chapstick. Um, you know, it's kind of these little commodities that we have that other people just don't have. Um, if we can collect stuff like that, it doesn't have to be in use stuff. It can be, you know, I'm not, to, obviously, you know, you don't want to donate used chapstick, but I'm talking like the clothes doesn't have to be in you. It could be used blankets, used, um, jackets, shoes, everything that you can, you, maybe has been sitting in the garage for forever and you're not even, you don't know what to do with it. Call me, reach out to me. Um. We'll gladly take it. We're actually um, collecting these items at Shamo Park in Riverside, California. Uh, 
on uh, April the 30th. Um, just making sure you're... Yeah, on April... Yes, we on April the 30th, we were collecting all the items at Shamo Park in Riverside, California, between the hours of 2 and 6 p.m. And the address for Shamo Park in Riverside is 3650 Arlington Avenue, Riverside, California, 92506. Again, that's 3650 Arlington Avenue in Riverside, California, 92506. The time, again, is between 2 and 6 p.m. I will be out there along with a couple of my other Bearded Villain brothers. Let's um, come out. Drop off what you need. If you cannot come for some reason that day, reach out at me on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook under uh, John, J-O-H-N, and then Magdaleno, M-A-G-D-A-L-E-N-O. Or on Instagram, which is where the Virginia Villains do most of their uh, outreach, where we kind of uh, promote ourselves on Instagram. And you can reach me on Instagram on Instagram at Halos, H-A-L-O-S, fan, F-A-N. 1524 that's halos fan 1524 send me a direct message um say hey man i got stuff that i want to donate again if you can't don't have stuff you don't want to donate but you want to donate money i'll take it i will buy stuff with it i will show your receipt i will you know whatever you want to to prove to you that i'm not taking this money i'll send you a receipt you know i'll buy stuff with it the money um I'll re if you hey you have stuff but you can't go get it you can't bring it I'll go out there and get it really if we're here to help people and we want to help this shelter out also like you know if you if you if, you know maybe I can't reach out you can reach us at beardedvillains.socal on Instagram at beardedvillains.socal on Instagram and you'll you'll be linked up there with a brother who will be able to give you more information on what you need to do to help us out for this. And we'll be having a lot of other charity events that are going to happen. But this is just to help people, this shelter, the people, these families that aren't just, they aren't just adults or kids. There's babies that live there. If we can get diapers and food and stuff like that to help these people out, man, that's, that's awesome. So that's one thing we're trying to do. And again, <coughs> I'm just asking for your guys' help. You guys don't have to, you know, again, socks shoes shirts whatever man whatever you can find all right so i'm gonna end with this real quick i want to shout out again uh my good buddy jason croom who runs the angels baseball family um great guy uh just texting him today the we got something in the works with uh the all angels podcast and angels baseball family uh we're not sure yet exactly what details but things are in the works so hopefully we'll get the, we'll get that rolling and I'll, I'll pass out the information here on the all angels podcast but i just want to let you guys know that croom dogs gourmet sausages will be at victorville and redlands farmer's market and if you mention my podcast you will get two dollars off a combo plate that's right ladies and gentlemen croom dog sausages gourmet sausages will be at the victorville and redlands farmer's market Mention the All Angels podcast and Johnny Mags, and you'll get $2 off a combo plate. Trust me, you will not be sorry. Hey, go to the farmer's market. Enjoy yourself out there. Grab some cream uh, dogs, gourmet sausages. You won't be disappointed, man. He's got these nice little combination plates, you know, with the, you know, he's got different you know, styles of sausages that you can have. 
get your drink on, get your chips, whatever he has for a side dish. And he'll give you, again, mention the All Angels podcast and he'll hook you up with $2 off the combo plate. Now, again, another quick plug. Follow or start liking bookmark LAAngelsInsider.com because the All Angels podcast is the official podcast of the LAAngelsInsider.com. You can get up, you know, not up to the minute, but pretty much up to the minute news, um, stats, stories, pieces of guys right on there. Uh, you know, we have the pregame uh, uh, review and the postgame reviews. Um, you know, the guys on there do a great job of being able to get up there and put the lineups out. They do a game recap as quick as the game is over. They're on it. And like I said before, I'm just honored and privileged to be able to do this podcast and throw in my, you know, because I used to be able to write pieces, but I just gotten so busy that it takes too much of my time and I can't. But for me to be able to do this and be a part of something awesome, because LAAngelsInsider.com is awesome. The page is just you go look at the page and just the way it's laid out is awesome. There's different, you know, you know, uh, I don't want to say like, like parts of the of the of the site, but there's you know different. What do you call it? What would I what would I call the? Uh, well, for instance, okay, for instance, if you go on the page and you open it, you have your your main stories, but then on the top underneath where it says LAAngelsInsiders.com, you have Angel Insiders. You got Epler's Domain. You got Retro Angels. Social Throne and Insider Media. So you click on either one of those and I'll click, for instance, Angels Insiders, right? That's usually that's what's, you know, you'll see it right away. And it's Angels Insiders is a uh, category archives. So then you'll see everything that has been written in, in order right there. Bam. You know, then you, if you go to Epper's Domain, you click on that and Epper's Domain again. Uh, welcome to Epper's. And I'm going to read what it says here. Welcome to Epper's Domain. Everything Billy Epler will be featured here, including articles, tweets, video clips, etc., etc. The talk about the new Angels General Manager transactions will be posted right there. So if you hit Epler's Domain, say we make a trade, Epler's Domain, click that bad boy, boom, there you go. For instance, right here, I clicked Epler's Domain and the first thing that came out, LA Angels Insider Injury Tracker, right? Bullpen coach Scott Radinsky was rushed to the hospital. Boom, and then you click on there, and it just shows you right there exactly what's going on, and then it, it links you to you know, uh, you know the tweet by Jeff Fletcher. We got information here, and it tells you right there, and it says, "Turns out Radinsky was suffering from chest pains. He will have yet to hear. We yet to have here exactly what were the results of the test. We'll have an update when information becomes available. Triple A coach Eric Bennett will fill in for the weekend series of Minnesota. See, <coughs> simple, easy." The, the layout of the of the website is awesome. Ryan Kroll is our managing editor. He does a great job, and I appreciate that. And we'll get uh, we'll get Ryan on soon. And I'm gonna get in the works. With, he's a know about this yet, but I'm gonna talk to him soon. Last time we had it on, we had a great conversation about what was happening at the time. I'd love to get back into it now with him because we'll be able to talk about what ha what happened leading into the season, the off season, and talk about what's going on now. And looking forward into the rest of the 2016 season. So if we can get Ryan on here, it'd be awesome. So go on LAAngelsInsider.com for all your Angels news, you know, transactions, you know, pieces by these guys. These guys write great pieces. And uh, 
you won't be disappointed. Follow us on Facebook too, at LA Angels Insider. Um, you know, go on there, like us, follow us. You'll be able to reach out to us. This link for the podcast will be up on uh, pretty much every social media uh, site that we that we actually are are you know part of my my social media. You can follow me at Halos Fan Fifteen. That's H A L O S F A N F A N Fifteen. I'll be posting the link up on there. You'll be able to see it here on LAAngelsInsider.com, LA Angels Insider page. And uh, again, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next Friday for another edition of the All Angels Podcast, your official podcast of LAAngelsInsider.com. Folks, let's get that W today against the Twins. Let's have their record stay at that big O in front of their uh, front right there, O-10. Because right now they're O-9. O-10 is what I want to see today. All right. You guys have a great day. Go Halos. Have a good weekend. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW.
the ultimate driving machine.